You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters, in today's scripture reading, we have the tale of two kings, both equally weak, but one repented and one did not. In the Gospel story, we have the tale of King Herod. But it's important for us to understand the context of St. Mark's Gospel. Yesterday, we read that the disciples were sent forth to preach the Gospel of repentance. And you know, my dear brothers and sisters, to preach the Gospel of repentance, to preach the truth, would be a most challenging and daunting task. People do not mind the apostles healing them, perform exorcism, curing the sick, and the same for us today. When the church helps the poor, everybody is happy. But when the church proclaims the truth in the world of relativism, we will invite criticisms and persecutions as well. Because in today's world, nobody wants to listen to the truth. Or put it this way, no one has the truth. Or put it in another way, everybody has a truth. And so there is no need to listen to one another. We choose what we like to do. And even political, religious leaders very often compromise their values, their faith, in order to appeal the popularity of the people because we are afraid to stand up for the truth for fear of rejection and persecution. And that is why today's gospel is sandwiched between the sending of the apostles and their return. After this text, we have the return of the apostles. Why did St. Mark insert the story of King Herod between these two uh, incidents? Simply to remind the disciples that they too will suffer the fate of their master. Because Jesus would also suffer the fate of John the Baptist. Anyone who wants to be a messenger of the Lord must be prepared for persecution and even be prepared for martyrdom. It is very significant that at the end of this gospel, St. Mark wrote, when John's disciples heard about this, they came and took his body and laid it in the tomb. So too, after the death of Jesus, we know the disciples of Jesus in the person of Joseph Arimathea, who took his body from the tomb and buried our Lord as well. So Jesus and his apostles, when they go out to preach the gospel, will suffer the same kind of persecution. And yet, my dear brothers and sisters, when we read the story of King Herod, it is truly a pitiable person. In fact, King Herod, he was weak. But he had still conscience in him. We are told that King Herod, he himself was a weak man, like most of us. 
He had the sin of lust. He married Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. As a king, he was not allowed to commit adultery. More so, he was supposed to be a defender of the Jewish faith. But he was a weak man. And so, after marrying Herodias, we also read in today's gospel, Herodias was furious with John the Baptist and wanted to find a way to kill him. And so, Herodias had this opportunity of allowing her daughter to dance before King Herod. And again, because of his lust, he was taken, overwhelmed. So King Herod was a weak man. And not only that, he was a weak king because he didn't know how to stand up for the truth. Even though he knew, we are told in today's gospel, that John the Baptist, what he spoke was true. Yet, to please Herodias, in order to silence John the Baptist for discrediting him, he put him in prison. And again, we are told when Herod's daughters danced before him, the oath that he made was not a valid oath because the oath was an act of injustice against John the Baptist. He could have changed his oath, but he did not because of his pride. So certainly, my dear brothers and sisters, what we see in King Herod was really a weak king. A weak king not in terms of morality as well, but in terms of being the leader of his people. And so he was a conflicted person, torn between his pride, his ego, and his lust. And yet, the gospel is quite sympathetic to King Herod. That is why even if King Herod killed John the Baptist, deep inside the heart of King Herod, he wanted to do the right thing. But he did not have the will. We are told he loved to listen to John the Baptist speak. Even when after hearing him, he became perplexed. And when he was asked to execute John the Baptist, he was reluctant. But he was forced into the situation. And that is why King Herod is truly a symbol for most of us. As we struggle with our sins, as we struggle with integrity, as we struggle with living a life that is just. Because like King Herod, we also want people to accept us. We want to be popular. And because of that, King Herod lived a life of guilt. That was his punishment. In today's gospel again, we are told that King Herod heard about Jesus and he asked 
who is this Jesus? And some of them were telling him, it could be one of the prophets, could be John the Baptist. They did not tell him exactly that it was John the Baptist. Because in saying this, having murdered John the Baptist, he would be the first king in the New Testament, so to speak, to follow the line of the Old Testament kings in killing the prophets. But yet his guilt prevented him. And so he said, it must therefore be John the Baptist whose head I cut off. We live in guilt. We live in fear. So King Herod was haunted by his sins throughout his life. He had Herodias, he had no peace. And that is true for all of us as well. It's very difficult to find peace when we know that we are going against our conscience when we sinned. And that is a price that we pay for the sins that we commit. But more than just living a life of guilt, he began to hallucinate, thinking that it was John the Baptist who was raised from the dead. We begin to imagine all kinds of fears because of anxiety. And that is why today, my dear brothers and sisters, the gospel invites us to be true for ourselves. In contrast, we have King David. He was highly praised in today's first reading in the book of Ecclesiasticus. King David, we also know that he was not a strong person. He committed adultery, Bathsheba. He disobeyed God when he took the census and 70,000 people of his, of his men were also killed by an epidemic. At the same time too, we know that he killed the husband of Bathsheba, Uriah. He was not really a perfect king either. And yet, you notice that the Bible sings praises of him as we have read in today's first reading, simply because David was repentant. David was a man who truly loved God in his heart. We are told that he was responsible for the liturgy. He was the one who composed all the psalms, praising God, honouring him. So although he was weak, the author said the Lord took away his sins. So, my dear brothers and sisters, we are just like King David. Don't be like a King Herod. Herod never repent. Whereas King David, although he recognized himself as a weak person, he too had fallen into sin, but he was always focused on the Lord. And he turned to him to ask for forgiveness. He continued to praise him. He tried to make the Lord the focus of his life giving credit to God in all that he did. So too, let us, in our weakness, in our imperfections, not look at our own sins, but look at the Lord for mercy, for pardon, and for grace. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.